Entrepreneur on Fire 723. John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs. Welcome Hiring? to Entrepreneur with on Zip Fire. Recruiter, and you can post at 50 plus ignite. job sites, including social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Post a free job at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Your branding is the face of your business. Make a great impression with creative professional designs from 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a power pack upgrade free. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Mike Koenigs. Mike, are you prepared to ignite? I'd say we are ready in the furnaces, my friend. I'm ready to rock and roll. <laughs> I love it. Mike is a six-time number one best-selling author, 2009 marketer of the year, serial entrepreneur, filmmaker, speaker, patented inventor, and founder of Instant Customer and Traffic Geyser. His products and services have simplified and automated marketing for over 35,000 small businesses, authors, experts, speakers, coaches, and consultants in more than 60 countries. Mike, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight, believe it or not. So take a minute, share a little bit more about you personally, and then expound upon the biz. All right. The first thing is I was born in a little town called Eagle Lake, Minnesota, population 763. I'm the oldest of four. We grew up lower middle class. Uh, my dad is a barber. He's 76 years old. He still cuts hair to this day. Wow. So, uh, and I was horrible, horrible in school. C minus D average. I never went to college. So I'm a classic. If I can do it, anyone can do it because I grew up most of the time feeling like I was stupid. And my teachers let me know that too. And by the way, I spent 12 years in a in a Catholic school. Mm. So, uh, um, but uh, with the, I, I don't mean that to feel sorry for myself. Along the way, um, it took me a long time. So, I'm a product of constant rapid failure. That would be a good way to put it, which is, you know, I figured out how to learn by the time I gr- got out of high school. I always loved to read and I love technology. And I taught myself how to program when I was 14. So, I've been online since actually 1981, before there was an internet. And uh, I was marketing online starting in 1989. So uh, despite the fact that I didn't come from, uh, you know, a a silver spoon background, I found my love, which was technology. And as time went on, I eventually learned how to do marketing. And uh, deep inside, I'm a frustrated filmmaker who just loves to tell (laughs) stories. You are, and I can say that firsthand having been to your studio, which is gorgeous, and I know it's only getting better, and Mike, you said rapid fire failure, so I came up with a nickname while you were talking. It's Mike Machine Gun Failure Koenigs. How am I doing? Nice, nice. I love it. I love it. That's that's more true than you can possibly imagine, but you, you got it. All right, I'll take it. It's a perfect segue into what we're going to talk about next, which is you, Mike, and your journey as an entrepreneur, and we're going to zero in first and foremost on a failure, on a challenge or an obstacle that you faced at some point in your journey. So Mike, tell us a story. We're sitting around the campfire, build the scene, take us to that moment in time, and then let's analyze those lessons you learned. Oh man, you don't know what you got yourself into here, but... uh, (laughs) Pull up a sea fire nation. All right. Well, here's what I'll tell you is I've been a mostly unemployable entrepreneur since I was 16. So I started working full time the day after I turned 16 at a little gas station and uh, always have started businesses and and had something going on. But... um, about 20 years ago, I came home one night to a locked door. My high school sweetheart and wife of seven years made it clear that she never wanted to see me again. And I had about $400 to my name, a crappy car, and a failing company. I was about $250,000 in the hole. And I was asking the question, what's wrong with me, which is not particularly empowering. So um, the fact of the matter was, I hadn't been doing and maintaining a beautiful soul in my life. But uh, now I was I was out. So I ended up living in a basically a basement apartment on a mattress. It turned out later on my ex-wife left with one of my employees, so that wasn't a very good self-esteem mm. builder. 
And uh, again, just failure after failure. I was at a point where I was living on a Super America gas card. This is down in St. Paul, Minnesota, where my office was. I was paying employees with credit card checks, and I was paying my credit cards with credit card checks. So I didn't have any credit available. And um, do you want me to get to the part where I actually uh, started having a breakthrough, or should we just stay at the miserable failure point? Let's stay here for a couple more minutes. (laughs) Thank you for that. But I, I mean, it, things were definitely bad. But what did um, happen along the way is uh, a friend of mine who I, he was basically kind of like a, a nominal functioning drunk. He had spent five or six years in college, and I think he was a sophomore. Um, <laughs> and I saw him go through a rapid transformation. He was basically an overweight drunk um, with kind of a crappy job. And the next time I saw him, he had lost a bunch of weight. He looked great. And he had written a book, quit his job, and he was speaking all over the world. And I'm like, Ben, what the heck happened to you? And he said, well, I just uh, got turned on to this guy named Tony Robbins. And I'm like, yeah, who is that? You mean that guy with the big teeth on late night infomercials? (laughs) He's like, yeah. Yeah. So anyway – he um he was leaving town, but when he came back, he picked me up at my at the time my miserable existence. You know, I was, it was you know late at night, and I'd just been working nonstop, just trying to keep my company and you know together. Picked me up, took me out for dinner, and uh, he told me about what had happened, and he had gotten involved in in um, Tony Robbins' program. So that night, I uh, went home, and uh, I opened up my mailbox, and inside was a brand new fresh credit card with an eighty five hundred dollar limit. And I vowed to myself the next time I saw Tony Robbins, I'd buy his box of stuff. So I went upstairs and I, somehow I still managed to have cable apparently. That's what I remember. But I went upstairs, I turned on the tube and I was about to like crack open my Super America bag of Doritos and cheap 3.2 uh, beer or something like that. I don't know what exactly what it was, but I sat down, turned on the tube and Tony Robbins is on. I decided that was a sign. So I picked up the phone, made a call and I ordered his product and I had it rushed second day. So two days later, I get this box of stuff from Tony Robbins. It was personal power too. I open it up. I put in the first CD. I start playing it. And 15 minutes later, I was like, I just found the answer. So I picked up the phone because inside is a coupon and it said, you know, call up and schedule to talk to a success coach or whatever. And I ended up talking to a guy. His name was Chris Hendrickson. I bought this product uh, and I ended up signing up for Life Mastery. And I, to cover the tickets to the event and my flight in the hotel was enough to rack up all the limit on that credit card. So I'm literally at my wit's end. There was no place else to go except off the ledge at that point. And uh, a couple weeks later, I'm in Hawaii for my first time. Um, and I am horrified to see that there are a whole bunch of people jumping up and down and hugging each other. And I grew up in a small town in north, you know, southern Minnesota where if you're a guy and you're jumping up and down and hugging other guys, it probably says something about you. You know, <laughs> it was like that, that part of me kicked in. But anyway, I, was, I started planning my escape thinking, what the hell am I going to do now? I just wasted the last of the, my resources. But then I decided, all right, I, after three days, I'm going to jump up and down and scream like everyone else. And I got into this thing. And I'm like, pretty soon, I'm like watching and listening and seeing what's going on with people. And I walked out of there with a life plan on a single piece of paper. And when I got home, of course, everyone thought I was just nuts. But I turned my life around in about 90 days. I lost a lot of weight. I got in great shape. And a year later, we were selling that company. It was called Digital Cafe to a billion-dollar-a-year advertising agency. And uh, I bought a boat, I, I, and I lived on the Mississippi River, believe it or not, in Minnesota, which is a wacky, wacky thing year-round. <laughs> and I started traveling the world. And eventually, I met Vivian, my wife, um, in Greece on a trip. But I traveled to places like uh, Egypt with Deepak Chopra and Wayne Dyer. I really started getting into this. And from there, I started getting into online marketing. And what I can tell you is 10 years later, I had an opportunity because that guy who answered the call when I called and ordered my product from Tony Robbins, Chris Hendrickson, his wife was Pam Hendrickson, who is responsible for creating all of Tony's products. 
And when I moved to San Diego, Chris and Pam were the first people I met when I was here. We got together and I, Pam asked me if I'd meet with Tony because he needed some help with his online marketing. So 10 years later, I was at Tony's house helping him set up his home studio and uh, we ended up connecting. I helped him out with a product launch, introduced him to a lot of other online marketers and eventually I was featured in a product called the New Money Masters with some of the most successful online marketers like Jeff Walker, Frank Kern, Marie Forleo, Brendan Burchard, a whole bunch of others. But I was actually the guy who introduced Tony to all those marketing people. And it all just started with me, you know, investing in a product, following through, implementing, getting some results and one thing left to another. So, uh, it was a, a really, really powerful experience, but I'd say that that was really, for me, the biggest introduction into personal development and self-reliance and implementation, especially when you've got nowhere else to go, when your back is against the wall and, and there's nothing else you can do. I mean, Mike, this is the kind of stuff that just fires me up because Fire Nation, how can you listen to this and not be saying to yourself, I have the power to create the narrative of my own journey, this journey of life. And 20 years ago, Mike made what was probably a very nervous and scared phone call to who he had no idea was at the other end of that. That phone call ended up getting picked up by Chris Hendrickson, who talked to him. And just a handful of months ago, Mike, I'm hanging out with you at a conference here in San Diego where you and Chris are, you know, like best friends. And I mean, you're hanging out and there's a Pam Hendrickson um, conference and things are going on. And that was all because you one time 20 years ago at the lowest of low picked up a phone call and then the just wheels started turning and the momentum started and things started happening till, you know, where you are today. I mean, it's just mind-blowing. And for anybody out there in Fire Nation that says, I can't do that. I can't lose this weight. I can't, you know, start this business. Well, you know, Mike Koenig's in the house, guys. And Mike, let's shift to the other end of the spectrum. And you've already shared a number of aha moments that you've had. And I mean, you're just basically a walking aha moment. That could be your, your other nickname that I come up with you today. But what I want you to share with Fire Nation now is, again, a specific story, a moment in time of a light bulb that went off with you, Mike Koenigs, and then the steps that you took, Mike, to turn that idea into reality. All right. Well, um, here's where things get a little wacky because cool. – in the course of all this, yes, I've had some great successes, and uh, and there's a lot of things. Like I said, there's been a lot of rapid failures. There were also a lot of the happen things that went on because the fact was I was filling up an empty hole that couldn't get filled for a long, long time, and I started working my tail off, overworking, and I got out of balance big time. And 19 months ago, I was diagnosed. Uh, actually, it was about two years ago. I was actually mm -hmm. diagnosed with cancer, and I was lying in the fetal position at uh, the Duke Medical University Center with stage 3A cancer. And what wound up happening is so I'm 2,542 miles away from home. I'm surrounded by people who are dying. I'm fighting for my life. And that's when I became obsessed with the idea of writing a book in case I died and I left my wife and my 11-year-old son behind. So with my iPhone and about a, an hour of strength a day, because anyone who's ever been through um, cancer surgery, chemotherapy, radiation therapy knows that you just drop down and you become an empty shell. And I ended up writing, publishing, promoting, and becoming a number one best-selling author in less than 30 days. But the good news, the big aha moment is I've since taught that system to over 300 people who've gone on to write, publish, promote, and become best-selling authors themselves using the same system, including a nine-year-old girl who wrote four books in three months and an 80-year-old man who wrote a book about golfing into your 80s. So what I can tell you is First of all, one of the biggest lessons and ahas is you are not your body. 
Um, and and it, it is a beautiful vehicle you get to ride around in. Not, and the good news here is I'm not dead, obviously. And it's besides being nice to, to be alive, my doctors say that I beat cancer. And that means I can continue on with my life mission. And my personal life mission is to create a million entrepreneurs before I pass and ideally a million millionaires. But the other big lesson I had was what you can get done in an hour a day even in your darkest moments when your strength is gone and there's nothing left but the soul inside what seems like a broken shell of a body. And um, you learn very quickly what's important and what matters most and where to focus that energy that you have and to focus your passion. And I also learned to fall in love with my own frailties and my own discontent and when you go through something like that and you realize how temporary your body is, that um, you look at every person around you with a new layer and a new level of compassion and empathy because you can't help but feel everything. You just turn into a giant sensory organ, you know? And I think the, the, the big walk away is life is a really, really short ride. Make it matter and also realize that it goes by so quickly. You've just got to stop and smell the roses and right before she passed, my good friend, her name is Debbie Ford, who was also going through cancer while I had it too. She unfortunately passed away. But her advice, I asked her, what's your biggest piece of advice? Because we talked about everything. We talked about life. We talked about death. We talked about our families and our businesses and what would happen if we lost it all and, and what would go on. And she just said, take more vacations. That was her one piece of advice. So I think the most important thing here is um, – Inside your lifetime, think about creating the movie you'd like to watch. And when it comes to leaving a legacy behind is make sure you tell your story from the most raw, authentic, vulnerable place that exists in you. And the way to access that is to feel more. It all comes, your strength comes through your deepest, darkest emotions and your greatest fears. You are not your body, Fire Nation. And look at what Mike accomplished in one hour a day. So for everybody that's sitting there saying, I don't have any time, I have the kids, I have you know, the job, I have the rent to pay. I mean, Mike was able to do this in the fetal position with an iPhone while he was at stage three cancer. I mean, let's just break down some barriers right now. And Mike, I actually recently had Perry Marshall on Entrepreneur on Fire, and he talks so eloquently about Pareto's principle, the 80-20 rule, where 20% of your actions result in 80% of your desires. And the biggest problem, or I should say one of the biggest problems, Mike, that I see with entrepreneurs that don't succeed is they're not able to hone in on the 20% of their actions that result in 80% of their desired outcomes. And Everybody asked John, like, how do you make Entrepreneur on Fire so successful so fast? It's because, Mike, I was just so laser focused on just that 20%. And in fact, on the 20% of the 20% that makes Entrepreneur on Fire what it is, that I didn't let anything else matter. No, I don't crush Instagram or Pinterest, but I crush iTunes. And that's my biggest takeaway from what you're sharing, Mike, is that, you know, we need to focus on what matters in life. And I love how you just said, create your own movie. I mean, I'm already planning a trip to Hawaii right now, by the way, just because of what you just shared. And I want you, though, to take a second, take a step back and break it down for Fire Nation, the one thing that you want us, the listeners, to take away from that incredibly powerful period of your life. Well, the number one thing is to love constantly and... I mean, you really summed it up there about the 80-20, it's the Pareto. It's not just the 80-20, it's the 2%, and then it's the 0.2%. Mm. And I created, I one of my speeches that I created while I was there, because I'll tell you one of the things that kept me alive is I had a speaking engagement at a Tony Robbins event. It's called Business Mastery, and it was scheduled two days before my last radiation treatment and I accelerated, I actually did two radiation treatments a day so I could leave the hospital and on my way home, you got to know that I went down from almost about 195 pounds, that's my normal, it was in the best shape of my life, to 158 pounds. So I was a skeleton and I landed in, in Las Vegas 
I'm still on painkillers and meds and taking uh, chemotherapy. I went and got a spray tan and a haircut. I'd lost two-thirds of my hair, but at least they could kind of shape it so it looked like I had some kind of hair. And uh, I went there because I knew that if I could share my story and teach people, because that's my greatest pet passion is I love to teach and educate more than anything. If I could do that, that dream kept me alive. So sometimes you have to find something that just gives you incredible inspiration that you can look forward to. It's like seeing yourself, visualizing yourself in a place where you are in service. And I can remember I got up on stage there and believe me, I was not in great shape. I usually had about, you know, an hour a day of power. So I, I managed everything. So that one hour was when I walked up on stage and I got to tell my story and I did tell them that I was there and I just left this and I'm on my way home. I haven't seen my family in a month, but my, my wife agreed that this would be a great thing. So here I am. And the place wouldn't stop. I mean, they gave the standing ovation. I'm like, I don't need that. But what I need more than anything is just to be able to share and to educate and to teach. And from that, it it was an unbelievable moment um, where I know in my heart that having that dream and being able to accomplish that thing, having one incremental vision gave me the strength to get through that unbelievable pain and discomfort. And, and you know, it, cancer is not an easy thing to get past. A lot of people choose to die when they go through it, when the pain gets so high. I know what that's like, but you can make it go away. You can turn it off when you've just got a solid vision. So, Mike, we're going to get into the present times and what is really firing you up, the number one thing, in a minute. But before we do, I want you to share with us a moment, your proudest entrepreneurial moment. Now, I know you have a ton, but this moment I want you to share with us now is just that moment in time that you would point to as your proudest. All right. That one's actually easiest. Now, it's going to sound, it's going to start out kind of dark, but um, I think about five years ago, I was sitting in a mud hut in Uganda in a very, very, very poor village. And I was shooting some video for a documentary. My wife has a foundation called Just Like My Child, and we've been raising money for years for that foundation. My businesses have enabled me to raise over $2 million for this organization. But we were there shooting some video, and one of the Catholic nuns who manages some of the projects took us to this woman, and in there is this woman who's dying of age. She maybe had a couple of days left to live literally in a mud hut and right away she tried to push herself up you know to greet us as we came in she just had no strength she's just a human skeleton and all she needed was just to hold out she held out her hand and I took her hand and the interpreter talked about how happy she was to just know that we're visiting her that we mattered and my wife had built six schools a hospital and an operating room there and for them getting stuff doesn't matter they're to to people who are living in abject poverty, just to know they matter is is enough to give them some strength. And what led up to that and what gave me the ability to be there and to be able to contribute was the fact that my businesses have been successful. So I'll tell you the story about what led to that moment, and then maybe this will all make some sense. But growing up, I grew up lower middle class. And all I really wanted, I mean, my mom and dad would say, what do you want when you grow up? And I'd be like, I want to be a millionaire. I want to make a million dollars. I thought that that would solve the problems. I'd be able to leave and go somewhere. And I always wanted to go to California and work for Apple, you know, work for Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. And uh, it was always about making a million dollars, making a million dollars. And I didn't realize that I needed to become attractive to a million dollars and, and have behaviors that were attractive to people actually providing that. It wasn't about making the million dollars. It's about becoming attractive to the circumstance that would lead up to that. So what happened, and this, this isn't that many years ago. It's a few years ago. I picked up the phone because I had just gotten notified by my accountant of something cool. And I called up and, and my mom answered the phone. I started crying and my mom says, honey, what's wrong? And I said, well, mom, it's not what's wrong. It's what's right. You remember how I've always talked about making a million dollars someday? And she goes, yeah, honey, I remember that. And I said, well, mom, 
I just made a million dollars in a week. <laughs> and I said, she's, she said, well, that's great, honey. And I go, well, correction, I actually made a million dollars in a week in 20 years. But here's what's most important. I know how to do it again. And that was in November. And um, what ended up happening is four months later, we created a product launch, another product launch, and we created uh, a really great product that took off and it sold really, really well. And this time I got a text message from my CFO at the time. We grew really, really fast after that moment. And I called up my mom. I was standing outside my, our office building in, in University City here in San Diego. And I called up and the phone rings and my mom picks up and she goes, hey, what's going on? I go, hi, mom. I, you remember how I called you last November, four months ago, and I told you I made a million dollars in a week? And she goes, yeah. And I go, well, mom. I just made a million dollars in 43 minutes. And she goes, wow, honey, that's a lot better than a week, isn't it? Said, yeah, it is. And she goes, well, um, and I actually, uh, and, and she goes, well, I'll tell you what, do you want to tell your dad he's outside right now? He's out in the garden and uh, the grandkids are coming over and in a little while for lunch. And, and, uh, and she, and I said, yeah, why don't you do that? So my dad comes on the phone and, and, uh, we talk a little while and mom says, oh, Mike's got something exciting to tell you. And, you know, we went back and forth and they knew about the other success, of course, but it like within three minutes, my parents were talking about what was going on in Eagle Lake, Minnesota and the grandkids and what was going on. They couldn't give a crap about my money ever, you know, and, 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 you know, they're happy for me, but they live in the same house I grew up in 50 years ago. Okay. They, it, they, my dad bought it for $14,000 50 years ago. And, and what, what wound up happening is we just ended up talking about, about this and that. And I really realized how lucky and fortunate I was and how much I cast aside my beautiful parents who cared about me and loved me so much and how I was on this big quest for money, 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 money. And, and what I thought it would bring me. And the fact of the matter was I was the richest man in the world. But a couple of minutes later, an hour and 14 minutes into it, I got a text message from my CFO and it said we just it hit $2 million in sales in an hour and 14 minutes. And, uh, and I told him about that. I said, well, I got some news for you, Mom. We just <laughs> did $2 million bucks. And they go, wow, that's great. What are you going to do? And, and anyway, uh, that, that, that ended up going on to, to generate $9.1 million in that launch. And since then, we've done 11 consecutive multi-million dollar launches in a row in 100-day cycles. But, you know, with all the money and all that other kind of stuff, just because you make it doesn't mean you get to keep it. That's the other big lesson yeah. here. But what is important is in one live event, we got to show videos of that woman that I talked about at the very beginning. I was shooting that video and I showed that in front of my audience. And I said, you know what? That is testimony. And if you want to change lives, show people what the actions and activities and the results of what you do actually, how it not only changes lives, but how it, it, it actually saves lives as well. And, and look, you can have someone walk up to you and, and recognize you, you know, because they know about your book or they've heard your podcast or they've watched a video online and they'll say, John, you changed my life. And that is a great gift. That is the greatest gift that a servant can ever receive when you get that. But it's something altogether when someone walks up to you and says, you saved my child's life. That is the gold and the magic. So like I said, we've had the great fortune of being able to raise over $2 million in the last seven years. And, and when you are enabled with the tools and the resources that the technology that we have, like you have right now, John, you've got access to not only just hundreds of thousands, but millions of people that voice in the platform you've created. And people really understand that the biggest brands in the world right now enable that to happen. And you can become wealthy beyond your wildest imagination, but also profoundly affect change and even save people's lives. Now, that is true wealth. And I think that's what this game is all about. So my proudest entrepreneurial moment is enabling and creating entrepreneurs and creating millionaires who actually matter and do things that have impact and save and change lives. And I believe entrepreneurism is the most important way to create peace and abundance on the planet today. So that's really powerful, Mike. And I had a guest recently that just said something that really struck a chord with me. And you said it in a different way, but 
how he said it was, you know, once I reached success, I realized that now I need to learn how to go from success to significance. How do I take the success that I've now been working so hard for and turn it into something that means something, into significance. And I love how you qualified, you know, that first million dollars you made that, you know, it wasn't a million dollars in a week. It was a million dollars in a week in 20 years because this is not an overnight success, Fire Nation. Mike had to go through all of those ups, all of those downs, and have all of that failure stepping stones to that first success that happened, yeah, in the course of seven days, but seven days and then the 20 years prior building up to that. And Mike, speaking of building up, you have something pretty cool that you have building up right now. How much can you or are you willing to share with Fire Nation? I'm an open book, so <laughs> call me Mr. Transparent. So ask, ask away. You ask away and I'm here. Well, I just know that you have this really cool thing coming up because with Amazon, they've really just taken things to the next level in a lot of different areas. You know, we talked about their acquisition of Twitch and the pre-interview chat, which is bringing a whole new dimension to them. And then we also talked about some really cool features that Amazon is now offering to authors that's going to be pretty cool as well. So I don't want to give anything away. I don't want to say anything that's, you know, we're going to keep behind the curtains before the big launch. But why don't you just kind of break down what you have going on and maybe how Fire Nation could either participate or get lined up to participate? Very good. Thank you for that. Well, here's what, what's going on. So number one, there's something important we're talking about in the very beginning, which is um, writing books, I think, is, is by far the most effective way to build an audience, build a brand. It is risk-free. You've got Amazon that's willing to make you accessible to hundreds of millions of credit card-carrying customers. Apple's doing the same. They've got $2 billion phone accounts. They've got over 800 million credit cards on file. And... They have taught us we are all programmed to buy things for 99 cents right now, whether they're apps or ebooks or books or whatever it is. So it's possible to rapidly prototype content. And one of the things that we were talking about, what you're alluding to, is right now, if we just took an idea, we could dictate it, talk into our iPhone. That's how I wrote my first book, put up a book cover, and Amazon will allow you to put that up and start pre-selling it. You can literally test out an idea with zero risk, start making money, but more importantly, seeing what grabs hold and seeing what doesn't. So what we've done is we've created a system that we've refined and enhanced over the past almost two years now, and we've helped over 300 people write, publish, promote, and become best-selling authors in 30 to 100 days, nine years old to 80 years old. So we know it works. So we, I'm just, uh, I finished a new book that I, I'd love to give away to everyone who's listening. That's a, a cool thing. But we created this system and we put together some really cool videos about how to write, publish, promote, and become best selling authors. But here's what's important it's not about the book, it's realizing that you're in the attention business, which means, um, you know, Amazon bought Twitch for $1.1 billion. And a lot of people don't even, or don't even know what Twitch is. Right. But Twitch is a video gamer's YouTube, basically, that allows video gamers to broadcast what's on their screens in real time. They've got 55 million eyeballs. Well, why does that matter? Why would Amazon buy that? Because they know they're in the attention business. Apple is in the attention business. Google is in the attention business with phones, you know, we've got 2 billion internet connected um, tablets in use world, world right now, about 3 billion smartphones. We've got 300 million or so internet connected TVs, 3 billion internet connected desktop and laptop computers. And all those companies are in the business of getting and keeping your attention all the time. So you can leverage this massive network to not just sell your books but also to distribute your podcast, your social media content. And 73% of the human race is engaged with social media today. So if you think about it, if you've got a message inside you, you can connect with, with almost the entire human race with the click of a button. And when we go back to you know the, the Africa story, five years ago, I'd walk around and we'd have to go to, when we'd go into a, a, a village, there would be the chief with an old Nokia phone and someone would walk or bike to a a solar panel every few days to uh, charge up that phone. So the last time I was in Africa a couple years ago, 
there are kids now walking to school with smartphones who want to follow me on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> so that just to put that in perspective. So over there, phones were life and death. Now it's, it's, it's how you get educated. It's how you connect. It's, it's your window in the world. And it's like that for all of us. So you can be in the pockets of anyone for free. So, uh, you know, bringing this back down to earth, what we've done is figured out a system and um, I'm just happy to give away all the, the Fire Nation Entrepreneur on Fire Nation followers a copy of the book as a gift to them. That's, uh, so I hope I didn't go on too long with that, but I know I was all over the place. But I'm so excited. This is the best time ever to be alive right now. Mike, we were just talking about it's the best time ever to be alive. And when there's entrepreneurs like yourself who are willing to not only give incredible value, not only to give it consistently, but to give it for free, I mean, that just takes things to a whole new level. So how can Fire Nation gobble up this book? Wow, I love how you say that, gobble it up. All right, <laughs> so you can gobble it up at publishandprofit.com slash E-O-F, Entrepreneur on Fire, that's E-O-F. And there you can get the book for free. You can also get some videos where I talk more about like where the opportunity is and what the perfect storm is that's created this situation. And also, um, we're walking through how to create a really great title and subtitle for your, for your own book. And there's, so there's some great exercises and some videos along the way as well that you'll enjoy and have fun. And I'll also invite you to join us for a live cast that's coming up too. So you can see one of the most powerful strategies to share your message and also to grow a business using live interactive online video. Love it. Fire Nation, I will be involved with every step of the process as a spectator and consumer of this content because Mike has always been somebody that I've looked to as the leader. He's cutting edge. He knows what's coming next and he always produces the great content about it. So not only will you be seeing this in our show notes page of this podcast, you'll be seeing this on our site. We'll be talking about it in our newsletters because this is great stuff, Fire Nation. And just like Mike was saying, this is risk-free. You can just write a chapter of a book and see if it catches. And if it catches fire, you're off to the races. If it doesn't, go write a chapter about something else. Find out the solutions that you want to create for an audience that's out there. And Mike, we're about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Your branding is the face of your business. Whether your primary point of contact with customers is through a brick and mortar location or virtual web location, keeping up a constant brand identity is extremely important. A consistent brand identity has several clear benefits. It differentiates you from your competitors. It helps you keep your message on point all the time, and it helps repeat business and customer loyalty. Make sure you're working with a designer who understands your needs. When you're just getting started with the branding process, communicate to your designer all the ways that you'll be using your brands, websites, ads, email blasts, social media, and anything else. Everywhere your brand appears, it should be clear and recognizable. You can get maximum creativity with 99designs, where dozens of designers compete to deliver the best branding design. They recently introduced a brand identity pack where you can get your logo and all your identity collateral at one low price. See for yourself. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free today. Are you looking to grow your team, maximize your time, and start putting systems in place that will help you run your business most efficiently? I know firsthand that growing a team isn't easy, especially when everyone's seeking out the best candidates. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 50 plus job sites, including Craigslist and social networks like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. With an interface that's easy to use and that tracks all of your job posts and all of your candidates, you'll be growing your team in no time. Plus, it's easy to find your best candidates because ZipRecruiter.com will automatically highlight them for you. Try ZipRecruiter to find out why they've been used by over 200,000 businesses. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Again, try ZipRecruiter for free. You must go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Mike, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? I'm ready to rock and roll, my friend. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? 
Well, I'll tell you what. It's it's still to this day. It's part of what haunts me is I think as men, what drives us and speaking for myself, it's freedom, it's independence and not being a dependent. So thinking and believing I had to do it all myself and that's fear that I'd run out or not have enough, fear that I wasn't an expert, fear that I was an imposter. And the fact is that fear creates scarcity and when I finally accepted the possibility that no matter what, that I'd be fine, things got easier. And it took, and it's taken decades of therapy and ignorance, ignorance washing to clean up those patterns and the process. Because <laughs> I'm a deeply flawed person. I'm haunted by all sorts of bizarre fears that I'm still learning about every day. And, and you, we hear about this all the time, our glass ceilings that we bump into, like what took you know, what takes an entrepreneur um, to, to be able to, let's say, earn $100,000 is very different than what it takes to earn a million dollars and to create a $5 million company or a $10 million company, for example. And I've broken through, you know, we've had a couple of $13 million years, which are big, but then being able to keep that. So anyway, all the skills that you think you need are going to become irrelevant when you get to the next level. You're going to be challenged at every level. And you know what? Once you become okay and you recognize and realize that's what happens, it suddenly becomes easier. You can let go and just chill. Mike, what's the best advice you've ever received? All right. So this is one. Um, just because you can doesn't mean you should. That's mm-hmm. a really good one. But but I'd say there's one more. I'm going to give you a bonus one, which is discover your superpower. Ooh. My friend Dan Sullivan calls this your unique ability. But once I got clear on what my five superpowers are and started refusing to do things outside of that sphere, my flaws and weaknesses are not only less evident, but they don't damage my relationships or sabotage where I'm going. So I think just being able to know thyself is the old, uh, was it Socrates who, who's, who said that thousands of years ago? I believe it was. Yeah, I think so. That's really what the game's all about is, is look, you've got pre-programmed um, genetics, you've got your environment, your situation, how you're raised and the environment you put yourself in. But once you start breaking free of the ignorance, know yourself, all those things actually become um, less powerful. You actually are aware and conscious of those. So that'd be my advice. Great advice it is. And Mike, you have a lot of positive habits, but what would you say is one of your personal habits that you believe contributes most to your success? All right. Well, I'm constantly making and testing things and I treat my life as a public laboratory that I open to my customers and my prospects. So I believe in rapid incremental failure or Neil Peart from Rush calls it tryism because if you try things often enough, eventually you'll get better at them. So fail fast, adjust on the fly. And, uh, and I'm not afraid to just say, you know what? It didn't work. <laughs> so you just adjust and, and you know what? People, appreciate your flawed vulnerabilities. You know, that's what makes you so human and so much more lovable. So, you know, I'm a deeply flawed guy and I'm just like, I don't, you know, I'm kind of past that now. It's like, you know, I don't, I got, I'm not, I'm afraid of plenty of things, trust me, but, <laughs> but I'm not afraid like I used to be. All right. So I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm one better than I used to be. I'll say that. Love it. And Mike, you have a lot of these, but if you could just break down one internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with, what would that be? I got to tell you, I do almost all my work in Google Docs, but I combine it with Siri. So I have been writing books using Google Docs on my iPhone, and when I'm in my car, I talk my books. And uh, that is is probably my most powerful tool because I can share that document with people on my team and we can comment and work back and forth. But I just love collaborative creation and Google Docs is my tool of choice for doing that. Google Docs is how I run Entrepreneur on Fire, Google Apps specifically, but I mean every day I'm in Google Docs going back and forth with my team. I mean that's where it all happens. That's the collaboration and that's the world that we live in, Fire Nation. And Mike, I'm personally a little excited about this one because I know you could just rip 10 off. That would all be awesome. But if you could just narrow it down to one book, what would it be? 
I'll tell you what, John, I can't help myself. I know you, you said can. rip 10 off. <laughs> I, uh, it sounded like two guys in a bar, but, um, <laughs> but you got, you set yourself up for that one. I cannot help it. I Deep know. inside, I'm still six, man. I'm still six. <laughs> I love so, it. So here's the answer. Um, I've been reading a book that I love is by Carmine Gallo, who wrote, the Innovation Secrets of Steve Jobs and the Presentations of Steve Jobs, great books. Actually had him speak at one of my live events, but he has a new one called Speak Like Ted. And it's the nine public speaking secrets of the world's top minds. And what he's done is he's broken down and analyzed TED Talks, hundreds of TED Talks. And he's actually gotten scientists to talk about what specifically is going on in the brain chemically and psychologically and why the TED Talk format is so powerful and why it has such a deep emotional impact. And if you think about it, if all of us could do a TED Talk a day, you know, you could be you could be emperor and president and and you know the power, the most powerful person on the planet, just because you would deeply connect with people on such a great emotional level. And I think speaking and studying TED, those are some of the that's some of the greatest. Uh, it's like this encyclopedia of great human knowledge and great human experience where someone can summarize their entire life's work in 18 minutes. I think everyone should learn these skills and Speak Like Ted is a great book to at least get you on that path. That's why I'm really excited about the Agents of Change Conference in Maine, which I'm going to be speaking at. Well, actually, I would have already spoken at it by the time this is live. And what's cool about it is that it's a 20-minute one-track format. So you just basically have 18 minutes post-introduction, and you just get up there and you just deliver just like on TED. And I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be my first time because most times you're just given this hour slot, and nothing's wrong with that. But I mean... Mark Twain says, Mike, that I didn't have time to write you a short letter, so I wrote you a long one, meaning that it's, it's hard to be concise. It's easy to blather on, but when you can really compact things in and be concise with what you're getting across, it can really have a powerful result. And Mike... Fire Nation loves audio, so they know that if they haven't already, they can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Mike, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? It's really the same thing that I've done 11 times in a row. Um, I'm about to do it the 12th, and you know it's what I've used to rapidly create products and generate millions of dollars. And, and so the five steps are, first of all, I would talk to a group, someone, first of all, I'd find someone who owned relationships with people. So someone who had influence, and I'd find a way to solve their primary problem, whatever that is. And I'd come up with a solution. And that would be either finding experts who know how to solve those problems and mash up and overlay that information together or interview them. And I'd um, build a small group on LinkedIn and Facebook. Easy to do very, very quickly. And then what I'd do is invite them to a live cast. That'd be a live, interactive, um, online broadcast. And I'd talk about how to solve that problem. And I'd essentially teach a portion of it and pitch an extended opportunity to learn even more. And uh, so it'd basically be like a live cast or a webinar sort of format. And uh, I'd make an offer. So let's say at that point we're about four days in, Okay into the seven days. And from there, I would actually perform the product live in a live interactive online event. And uh, that would, of course, collect the first group of money, but then I'd publish it in a membership site. I'd um, promote it using online sales videos or get some joint venture partners and uh, then start selling it on a regular basis. And what I can tell you is that same format Compressing it into 10 days or seven days, definitely a little more challenging, but absolutely doable. And now when you're leveraging all the big online networks like Google and Apple and Amazon to do that, um, you can also go backwards and turn that product into a book. And then that book starts generating leads for you every day, every week on autopilot. So that's the summary. It's prepare, 
Perform, publish, promote, and profit. It's a five-step process. Like I say, I've done it a bunch of times. It works like crazy. And uh, um, it's possible to, you know, in that case, I think generating tens of thousands would be very easy, maybe $100,000 in a week. But in 100 days, every time I do it, it produces a million or more dollars. So it's a, it's a learnable skill that I, I believe anyone can learn. It does take practice, but it's a very powerful way to launch and create businesses and create products that, that change lives. Well, Mike, let's end today literally on fire with you sharing just one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. All right. Well, I really appreciate that, John. Um, Well, what I'm going to do is give you, first of all, go ahead and grab the book. It's that new book called Publish and Profit. Along with those videos, just head over to publishandprofit.com slash EOF. You can grab the book there and you'll have an opportunity to post um, a message That'll go to my Facebook wall, but also I'm just going to give you my direct email address, which is mikekoenigs at gmail.com, and it's spelled K-O-E-N-I-G-S. So it's M-I-K-E-K-O-E-N-I-G-S at gmail.com, and go ahead, drop me a message, and if I don't get it directly, my assistant will, but I do get all the messages forwarded to me if I don't see it myself directly. So um, that's the easiest way is just uh, let's stay in touch. Well, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Mike and myself today, so keep up the heat, and head over to eofire.com, just type Mike, M-I-K-E, into the search bar, his show notes page will pop right up, head over to publishandprofit.com slash EOF to gobble up that book, and of course, Mike's email, which he just gave you, will be on the show notes page, as, as well as his book recommendation, resource, and all the goodies that we've been chatting about. And Mike, thank you for igniting the airwaves with me today. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Wow. I'll tell you what, John, you're a rock star. This is a great show. I love listening to you. I love your guests, and I love what you're doing. So congratulations on your success. You deserve it. And thank you for giving me the opportunity to share the stage with you for a little while. It's been an honor. Ignite. Fire Nation, podcasting has given me the freedom to live life on my own terms. Join Kate and I on our free podcast workshop and we'll spark your passion. Text PARADISE to 38470 to claim your spot today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.